Good Monday morning. It is August 2nd. And, you know, I'm just kind of going wherever the wind blows me. And I kind of had a few thoughts tumbling around in my head. I know y'all waiting for that Kinks podcast. I know you are. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now. You can shut it off because this isn't a Kinks podcast today. (laughs) You can, you know, listen, maybe hopefully by next week. I am having a nice little Friday the 13th picnic with one of my girlfriends. And we are going to do a fun like Jason photo shoot and have a nice cool picnic. And we might, since we'll be together that day, talk about kinks. It's a Friday the 13th. So maybe I'll do like two podcasts next week or I just won't do one until Friday. Not sure how, what's going to happen yet. But today, if you're interested, um, there's actually something I saw as a Twitter thread. God love it, right? And it was all these different thoughts on therapy. Like my whole podcast was kind of therapy thoughts today because people were talking in this thread about profound things they learned in therapy. And I know some of y'all can't afford therapy because, you know, our insurance fucking sucks in this country. We all have to pay these outrageous co-pays. I myself couldn't have therapy. Um, One year I met my deductible and my therapy was like either $12 or $20 a session. It was something really low. And I was ecstatic. And it was the first time I had had therapy. It was like the fall because clearly I met my deductible. And I had therapy for a few months. And then when the new year rolled in, I missed 18 months of therapy because... I don't know if it wasn't, I didn't meet my deductible or it was like, maybe that was the year we changed assurances, but all I know it was, it would have been $120 a session and I couldn't afford it. So I know many of you might be in that predicament where you just can't afford therapy and it sucks because if we all had universal health care in this country, we could get the mental health we need. I feel like so many problems people have are because we're suffering from emotional trauma, but that's just me thinking out loud. So today's my therapy thoughts, and I'm going to go through this Twitter thread, and I'm going to kind of let you know some of the ones that I've personally heard in therapy. Some of them I haven't. Take, you know, take it as you will. Maybe some of these will be helpful to you. So kind of like a free therapy day. So we're going to touch on them. Here we go. The first one is you have to do the work. I mean, I know that sounds very cliche and very simple, but you really have to do the work. This kind of reminds me of when I took that Science to Wellbeing course online that was free in the wintertime. And they basically said, like, I want to say they did that pie graph and it was like basically 40% of your happiness is within your hands. 40% is within your hands. Whatever you need to do to make that happen is within your hands. So I get when they say you have to do the work, like a big chunk of you being happier, you being more emotionally stable is you doing the work. Um, two, we got, uh, oh, this is mine. I starred this because I've actually said this in therapy. I know other people have it worse. So I almost feel guilty about getting therapy, you know, because in my head, I think about those tragic stories that made national headlines, you know, like if, you know, if I'm not, you know, involved in the worst case scenario, should I be going to therapy? I'm pretty fucking lucky. Like we, we do do that. I know we do that because I follow a lot of feminist forums. And when women talk about this country and how awful it is for women, there's always a motherfucker chiming in. You could have it worse. Think about these countries where women have it worse. We're a whole culture of other people have it worse. And you shouldn't be allowed to feel your trauma and what you're dealing with. So let's all stop. Let's just stop that. Trauma's not a fucking competition. All trauma deserves healing. Your struggle is valid. So I'm going to repeat those two phrases. All trauma deserves healing. Your struggle is valid. Three, 
this is interesting. This isn't a, my thing. I just thought this was interesting. You're not a perfectionist. You're insecure about how your best effort will be perceived. So if you're a perfectionist or someone's called you that, maybe really what you're worried about is you're insecure about how your best effort will be perceived by others. I'm not a perfectionist, so I don't know what that feels like. I'll be honest. I don't know. But if you are struggling with that, that must suck. Four, you date people who feel familiar, which is interesting because, you know, I, I tell Mark all the time, I think he married his mother. And I always say, I think I married a good blend of both my dads. Like, I feel like I got their best qualities in Mark. But we all have to be careful because if you were abused as a child, you're going to pick a partner who abuses you. Like, that's that generational trauma that you hear about and people just kind of keep repeating that shit cycle. It's not your fault. We apparently date who feels familiar to us, good or bad. Five, this is another star. I'm starring this because not only have I talked about this in therapy, but I just told a girlfriend of mine this recently because she was saying, you know, oh, I'm such a bitch. I'm, I'm so mean. And I said, what my therapist told me, anger is a secondary emotion. I'm a very angry person all the time. And I think menopause has just amplified it. Unless, and, and it's not negative. I actually embrace anger because with anger usually comes change. But she did tell me anger is masking another emotion usually. And usually that primary emotion will be hurt or fear. But majority of the time she's saying it's usually hurt. So why are you so angry, really? You know, are you hurt that somebody's maybe not doing something for you you think they should? Are you hurt that somebody doesn't recognize all that you do? You know, like, are you hurt that somebody wasn't there for you? Like, just think about that. If you're like me and you're very angry, maybe it's just that that anger is masking hurt. It's kind of like I always talk about how our society is so sexist. Like, we definitely are fine with our boys striking out and hitting punching bags and, you know tons of men punch walls I get that in the ER enough times in my life getting angry punch something rarely do I see teen boys and adult men cry when they're angry now I cry when I'm fucking I cry all the time I'm menopausal but like I cry when I'm frustrated I cry when I'm angry and I feel like I just feel like boys maybe more than girls anger is more acceptable for them so their anger is usually masking some other emotion that we are not teaching our young boys how to deal with the full range of emotions. So it's just something to think about if you have any boys in the house. Six. This is interesting. Six and seven are similar. Six was parents tried their best and it wasn't good enough. They think it was. So if you question their parenting, they get really angry because they believe it was good. And that kind of will help you understand, you know, if you have a parent that treated you bad and they're like, I did the best I could and they get angry at you because you're like, but it sucked. You were not good. Well, I did my best. So and then seven was kind of off of that. It was uh, most parents don't think, how can I hurt my kid? How can I fuck them up? Let me think. Most of them, most I I'm a parent. We don't think that way. They did do the best they could and their best was lacking. Both things can be true. And as a parent, I know that. That one I feel, it's like I did the best I could, but unfortunately, you know, there are times that it was lacking. And I think that I feel if you're truly a good parent, you are open to criticism from your kids. Because really, if you're not open to criticism from your kids and I was the best, I'm not going to apologize. You know, I think you're kind of a shit parent if you can't take criticism from your kids. 
Who the fuck should you be taking criticism from? Other people? Like, they don't live in the house with you. They're a good parent. You do the, Like, I see that sometimes. This is going to be a little, like, rabbit hole I'm going down. But I see where some parents will be like, oh, I'm really struggling with my kid. And they're having issues. And everybody fucking runs to a comment section to applaud them. You're the best parent ever. You work hard. You do everything. And they're all, like, carrying, like, picking them up. And I get what they're trying to do. But all I could think about is if my kid was saying I wasn't a good parent, I'm not going to look to outside sources to like butter me up and tell me I'm good. I'm going to have to fucking sit and listen to these, his truths and be like, okay, so when I did this, this made you feel that way. And I have to sit with that and be like, you know, was that in my, was that my intention? I'm doubtful it was, but no matter what my intention, that is how they took it. And maybe what can I do to ensure I don't behave that way towards someone I love again? Like, I just feel like that would make, that would be better. And maybe it's because I am in therapy and I'm able to like go through those. Whereas people who don't fucking get therapy are just, I'm perfect. I did my best and I don't want anybody criticizing me. So it's, it's very interesting. That's just those two things with parenting. Eight, uh, not resp you're not responsible for your first thought. Usually that's a conditioned response. Your first thought you're not responsible for, but you are responsible for how you respond to that thought. So basically it was challenge your thought processes and you have to practice that. Like how many of us look in the mirror? I always think of mean girls where all the girls are looking in the mirror. They're like, oh, I hate my, you know, eyebrows. My skin is so oily. Like they're all just like, first thought is just what's bad about them. And I feel like it's because society critiques women a hell of a lot more than we critique our men and our society. We do. Dad bods are all the rage. Whereas women are getting shamed if they're like too fat, too thin, too anything. And so I think that our first thoughts condition. We look in the mirror and like, how do we look to other people? You know, we, we got to stop that and start like looking at our positives and kind of do that self affirmation, you know, do those, you know, I'm good enough. You know, I'm, my hair is really pretty. Like we got to start loving ourselves instead of hoping that everybody else will love us. Nine. I starred this one. So this must be something. Let me look at this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is fucking totally true because I've been doing therapy now for a little bit. As you get healthier, people around you stuck in unhealthy situations may resent you or accuse you of acting superior to them, or they'll even tell you you're selfish. You will feel guilt over getting better while they stay the same. And the big takeaway here is you are not responsible for them and their actions. And I do have this, um, you know, learning boundaries. I'm very uncomfortable putting them in place. And it's funny because a lot of it came from me going PRN at work because it was such a toxic situation, I felt like, and I wasn't happy. And I would see other coworkers getting taken advantage of, and I felt bad. And I just, I needed to step back from that because I was so angry. And probably the anger was masking hurt that, like, you know, a lot of my nurse friends are treated horribly at their jobs. And, you know, whether they get sick and they better have PTO to cover the sickness they got at work, or they're asked to work 80 hours a week. And, I just, you know, it's almost like you're preying on people and I had to take a step back. That was me clicking my pen. I'm sorry. But, um, basically another thing I thought about was how I really started to do some self care and I started making Sundays because I am PRN. I don't got to work every fucking weekend. Like I used to, I get to actually have a day a week that never changes Sundays that I sit at home and do not a damn thing. And I mean, yeah, yesterday I went to the farmer's market and got cupcakes because that was fucking self-care for me. And that's okay. 
But like I started like telling other people like I didn't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to hang out with them on Sunday. And I feel a little bit bad about that sometimes. There's that guilt, especially if it's family. Oh, I we used to do Sunday dinners. Sunday's my only day. I have nothing or no appointments. I mean, it really is. I mean, this week I've got like three, three or four appointments going on this coming week. And then like Saturdays, we're always running all the errands and doing stuff. Like, you know, I think we cleaned out bedrooms. We fixed a dresser this weekend, went to a wedding. Like I need a day to recharge my batteries. And there's guilt with me doing that, even though I know it's a necessity. So me getting healthier and having boundaries does make me feel guilty. And maybe people think I'm selfish because I'm not doing more. But again, I can't be responsible for other people's thoughts and feelings, only my own. So that's a big one for me. 10. Oof, this is 12 minutes. This might be a long one today. 10. Decisions do not have to be labeled right or wrong. You make a choice based on the info you had at that time. When your future self discovers new info that changes your mind, it doesn't mean you failed or made a bad choice before. And I think that's an interesting one to think about because how many of us know people that maybe are in bad relationships or we think they make poor choices? Maybe just the information they personally had, you know, they were making the best choice for them. And I do struggle with that because I'll tell you right now, like, I'm just like, how do they not see those fucking red flags from a mile away? Or I'm like, what fucking shit info source are they using? Like, I judge. I'm judging the fuck out of people sometimes that I feel are making bad choices and it's not my place to do that. So just know I'm working on it. I don't know if it's going to get any better anytime soon, but I'm aware of it. Now I just got to work on it. Next, 11 is you can't control what people say about you. You have to accept that some people will misunderstand you on purpose or not. And they're going to sell a version of you that doesn't exist to others. And you can't let it affect you. And I think that's where boundaries come into play. Like, I can't control what people say about me. I mean, I actually, it's funny because I did have a coworker and, you know, Oh, there's my alarms and I'm so sorry. Let me try to turn those down. Um, I did have a coworker who like had did like a night shift to day shift. And I remember telling him, I was like, oh my God, you're still here. And he's like, yeah, they needed somebody to come in night shift. He's like, you weren't going to come in. And I was like, yeah, that's because I know how to say no. Like maybe a couple years back, I would have felt guilty when he said that. Like I would have felt like I needed to make excuses of why I couldn't come in. I don't now. I don't come in because I don't want to. No, I'm not going to rush and do some night shift that I haven't done in years just to help out the company who is treating my coworkers like shit. Like I just, that's my boundaries in place and I feel really fucking good about them. Like I do. So it's just very interesting that, you know, some people are going to like think something negative of you. And I'm actually okay with people not liking me. So I know not, I know some people out there aren't, they will like jump through hoops and try to make everybody like you. I wish I could tell you to stop because no matter how many hoops you jump through, somebody's going to fucking be a little shitty about the way you're jumping through the hoops and they're going to like criticize you on that. Just fucking don't do it. But it's easy for me to say that because I don't. So, you know, that's not my area, but if it's your area, please try to do something about that. Work on it. Uh, 12 intrusive thoughts. Okay. This is me again. Do not engage and do not fight intrusive thoughts. Accept that they will come from time to time and even make you feel bad. Acknowledge that they're not real. Let them pass through your mind. Dude, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I have the worst intrusive thoughts. Like, I will be doing fucking dishes at my sink 
And I'm like, this was years ago. And I was like, oh, we should put up the pool this summer. And then I instantly like, like lightning bolts. These thoughts started running through my head. Like we put up the pool. What if Max climbs in and he drowns? Cause he was like a toddler at the time. I'm like, and then I'm going to a funeral for my kid. And how am I going to fucking survive and get through? Like literally this tumble down effect while I was washing dishes. Who does that? Who fucking thinks like, and I do, I think worst case scenario. Like I, what does she call it? Catastrophizing thoughts or something. Like everything's a catastrophe. Like I do. And maybe, I don't know why. We don't have time to get into why I do that. Why I fucking think the worst case scenario of every single scenario in my life. That's just, that's a session for me and my therapist, not you guys today. But um, yeah, so if you have intrusive thoughts too, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because I have them and I don't know what to do about them yet. Still in the process. Um, another, now these aren't numbered because these are just things I looked at, like other people commenting on comments, you know, sub threads. Your feelings are an internal reaction and a reflection of you. How someone treats you is a reflection of them. I do. I mean, you know, that whole thing, like, where you watch how somebody treats, like, the waiter or waitress, like, you know, when they're really rude or bitchy to somebody that they feel is beneath them, that tells you all I need to know about, like, how they are as people. And this does come down to political beliefs in my head. Like, if somebody's marginalized or somebody's, like, you know, somehow has less of a standing in society compared to you... And you are actively like enjoying their oppression and you're not fighting for their equality. I do think you're a terrible person. If somebody has less rights than you and you're comfortable with that, or you actively want them to have less rights than you, let it be known. I think you're a terrible person because how you treat others is a reflection of you. Like you think you should have more rights than somebody else. Like I I do. I think that's fucking crazy town. Uh, no one else's emotional state or interpersonal conflict or struggle is your responsibility to fix. That I starred because I had trouble with that. Like, you know, somebody's like, oh gosh, you know, I have to take my dog to the vet and I don't have a ride. Let me call Dana. Can you take me? And I'm home homeschooling. And so they think I have nothing to do. They do. People think that I sit at home all day with my kids. I'm not doing anything. You know, everybody, you know, you have to have like a valid excuse in people's heads on why you can't drop your shit and run to their emergency. That's not your problem. I'm, I've gotten better over the years with that. You know, I I just have, I mean, I I don't know, like, I mean, with somebody with a dog to their vet, I feel like I probably would be like, yeah, I'll run you up there. But like, that's just, maybe I should have picked a better example. But yeah, there's a lot of times where somebody, you know, I don't have, I don't need to carry the burden of obligation to somebody else. I just need to worry about myself. You know, oh, we, I will tell you at work this happens. We had a call off. Can you come in? No, no. I got called last week to come in. My father was being rushed out to Hillcrest for like needing a surgery. And I'm like, you know, that was a valid excuse, obviously. Oh, your father's in the hospital. We get it. You can't come in. But I got to tell you, that's one of the reasons why no is a complete sentence. I don't need to give, I, I did tell him, but I don't need to. Because maybe me being home and doing a homeschool lesson with the kids was my priority and not their shit staffing or somebody called off. I guess if nobody comes in, management has to come in and work the shift, you know? But, like, for some reason, we always want to, like, avoid that and we try to come in. Let them come in. and Maybe they did. Maybe they did come in and work a shift on the floor. But, again, that's not our responsibility to fix other people's problems. Uh, Your feelings are valid. You do not need to remain uncomfortable or silent to keep the peace. My feelings are valid. I will leave situations I need to leave to make myself feel better, and I will not feel guilt over that. So remember that. And I think the biggest takeaway to remember with all these things I'm talking about is you cannot pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. 
We have to take care of ourselves. And, you know, that looks different to everybody. You know, some people are, you know, eating a well-balanced diet is taking care of themselves. Some people exercising is taking care of themselves. Meditation, drinking their water, masturbating, learning boundaries, going to therapy. Like, these are all ways that we take care of ourselves. Maybe we do it all. Somebody out there is doing every single thing I just mentioned. Kudos. I'm almost there. You know, like, I'm still learning some ways to take care of myself better. But we really have to take care of ourselves as a takeaway here. And we're at 20 minutes, so I'm going to kind of cut it... I'm going to try to cut it off here. You can't pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourselves. And in doing so, hopefully we can take care of each other too. Have a good day.